When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Tonight, we're celebrating the iconic leading ladies of the 90s. This is another... True confession. The Hollywood romance Jane Seymour never revealed until now. Then, from sitcom queen to flat broke, a shocking truth from Martin's Tisha Campbell. No one knows that, but I had nothing. Nothing. Plus, the 90s were very good to me. Melissa on a Clarissa Explains It All milestone. The wardrobe was so crazy wild. Then, we want you to start tomorrow. The surprising way Patricia Richardson got her home improvement role and the TV son she sees in politics. I said you should be president of the United States. They are the iconic leading ladies of the 90s. They made us laugh and cry on screen and shared their personal lives off screen. And boy, do they have stories to tell. Let's kick things off with Jane Seymour, who held nothing back in this E.T. exclusive from romance bombshells to piping hot tea about her most iconic role. What's the first memory that comes to mind when you think of that show and that character? The first thing I remember is that my ex-husband at that time had lost all our money, left me nine million in the red with lawsuits from every major bank. I was homeless, penniless, called my agent and said I would do anything. He called the networks and uh, that was it, Dr. Quinn. I can't experiment on people. What was it about Dr. Quinn that you think captured people's imaginations? First of all, there was a really gorgeous guy called Joe Lando playing a man mm-hmm. called Sully, mm-hmm. and I think most of the women went, oh, yes. Well, if you're going to survive, you better learn to make it on your own. Give me the Dr. Quinn tea. The secret that you haven't divulged all these years later. Never fall in love with your leading man in the pilot mm-hmm. and then break up before they pick it up. Joe and I, we fell madly in love, ran off to Bora Bora, and he realized that, you know, that wasn't going to work, so... That was it, and then they picked up our show. <laughs> so, so, so all that sexual tension you saw, yes. it was real. What made Jane and Joe's breakup story even juicier? Shortly afterwards, Jane married James Keach, one of the show's directors. He had to direct Joe and I making out. He says cut, and everybody just goes their separate ways. Oh yeah, I, I yeah. mean, I, there were tears cried. You know, he absolutely, it was the right thing that we ended our relationship then because mm-hmm. it, it could never be a marriage. Jane became one of the highest paid women on TV and over its six seasons on CBS, you know E.T. was always on the set. These days, Jane has traded in the frontier for this multi-million dollar estate in Malibu and can you believe she's kept some of her Dr. Quinn costumes? It still fits. And this vest was worn by Christopher Reeve in their classic romance, Somewhere in Time. When we were making it, this is another true confession that you get, we fell madly in love. And we were both single at the time, but um, later on something happened. I found out the reason why we could never be together again. Because his ex-girlfriend was having a baby. Wow. You gotta love Jane's honesty and how totally at ease she is 
Growing older as today, she celebrates her 70th birthday. I'm actually quite proud of it, really, because I don't, I don't feel like I'm 70. So I've decided that for my milestone birthday, I'm going to wait for COVID to be over so we can all actually enjoy ourselves and be together, and I'll celebrate. I had so much fun with Jane. As a matter of fact, I hung out at the house three hours after the interview, just walking around, talking, and listening to more stories. She is something else. And uh, speaking of special people, you know, Tisha Campbell has been in this business a long time. But the role that still follows her to this day, Gina! How often do people just yell, Gina! 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 My son does it every single day of my life, Gina. But I don't mind when people call me that because it means that, you know, they really, it means something to them. I never ever thought that we would be iconic. The impact Martin has had on popular culture is undeniable. Forever, day day! All the euphemisms that came out of there. You go, girl. Like, you go, girl. That really shocked us. The sitcom, created by comedian Martin Lawrence, debuted in 1992 and ran for five seasons. You don't apologize to no damn body. Come on, here. It was always a fun atmosphere. I think the hardest thing about doing The Martin Show was not laughing. Oh, you made a little junkie job. <laughs> Behind the scenes, things weren't always so smooth between Tisha and Martin. In 1997, during the show's final season, Campbell filed a lawsuit accusing Lawrence of sexual harassment. The suit was eventually settled out of court. Has everyone reconciled? Because I know there were some tough times. Out of the blue, Martin calls me and says, I just want to talk to you. Can we meet for lunch? I hadn't seen him since the last day of the show. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so happy to talk to you. And we got to talk, apologize, love on one another. We were laughing at the end of it. And we got to start appreciating everything that we've all been through. That's what I think really life is all about. You, you go through these dark moments to, to uplift you and make you bigger and better. The now 52-year-old also learned that lesson in 2018 when she split from husband of nearly 22 years, Dwayne Martin. After your marriage first, bro- mm-hmm. when your marriage broke up and you had, you got nothing. Nothing. No one knows that, but I had nothing. Nothing. In the bank, nothing. I had maybe $7 to my name, and I was scared. It was like I was starting all over. Tisha did just that, with the support of her two sons, 19-year-old Zen and 11-year-old Ezekiel. The fact that I did raise children who didn't care about the big mansion that I had or... Um, that we had to start over, or any of it. Oh, God, I'm not supposed to do this here. <laughs> Starting over is not always the easiest thing, but it is a necessary thing. It is a beautiful devastation. Will you be ready to date again? No. Why not? Hell no! No, come on. I'm the happiest I've ever been. And I, 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 I don't want a relationship, so don't ask me that <laughs> no more. <laughs> Love is going to get you, and then, Tisha, you're going to want to come back on E.T. all booed up. And moving on to a classic sitcom mom, Patricia Richardson spent a bulk of the 90s keeping Tim, the tool man Taylor, right in line. Tim, do you ever listen to me? It was the last thing that I said in bed to you last night. No, I believe, if you recall, the last thing you said to me in bed last night was, no! You're thinking of tonight. (laughs) I didn't audition for it. I mean, they just came and they said, we want you to start tomorrow. 
and come in and replace somebody. It was, turns out to be Francis Fisher, who's now my good friend. You want to groove with me? <laughs> what did you think of the show? I didn't know anything. They called me and they said, there's this guy, he's a stand-up. This guy, I never heard of him. I was like, oh, man, I don't want to do a sitcom. I don't want to play a mother. This sucks. That is a man's dishwasher. When did you realize that you two would have this magical chemistry? Immediately, I loved him. Home Improvement was a hit from the beginning, but the downside of success? The tabloids started body shaming Patricia, who had given birth to twins the same year the series started. This is my first experience with tabloids. Oh man, did I have an education there. They said the producers made me keep the weight on. I was like, how are they making me keep weight on? Do they come to my house and force feed me? Hi, E.T. With 204 episodes, the show is still a big hit on Amazon Prime. And Patricia's still close to her TV son, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. When Jonathan was first on the show, and I knew how smart he was, I would say, what do you want to do when you grow up? And he would say, I don't know, I don't know, maybe... Maybe I'll be a politician. I said you should be president of the United States. <laughs> Patricia Richardson. Home Improvement ended after season eight. One reason? The real-life mom of three felt the show and her character of Jill Taylor had run its course. So then they went to Tim, and they said, let's do it with dead Jill. And then Tim was like, I, I don't think we can do that. So then he went out and said, oh, I think it's time to end Home Improvement. Have we met before? <laughs> familiar. 15 years later, Tim and Patricia reunited when she guest starred on Last Man Standing, but Pat believes Tim will always hold his home improvement family close to his heart. He loved Tim Taylor. And Tim Taylor was this happily married man with his great boys and great life. And so he wanted that show to go on forever. There was one part of him, I think, that just wanted to stay in that marriage and have those kids and be in this fantasy life. And that's why he has Last Man Standing. Because when that ended, he had to have some version of that to keep going on. I loved spending time with all these ladies because they really just opened up to us. Uh, by the way, another 90s TV staple, Melissa Joan Hart. Let's do this. Why her hair nearly cost her her breakout role. No, 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 no. And Melissa's three sons following in her acting footsteps. They want to be rich and famous. Then. TV icon Suzanne Summers, which you never knew about her rift with Three's company star John Ritter. And then a month later, he died. Hey, everybody, it's Kevin Frazier. The ET podcast is a great listen when you're on the go, but the TV show, even better to watch every weekday when you're at home. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. Get an application. This is our chance for a quick score. All right. Melissa Joan Hart definitely cast her spell on the 90s with shows like Sabrina the Teenage Witch. But uh, Rachel Smith joins us from Nashville right now. Um, there was one show in particular that gave her child star status. You must be talking about Clarissa Explains It All, Kev. It celebrates its 30th anniversary next month. We talked all about it and more when I got Melissa to explain it all. The 90s were so good to you. They were. The 90s were very good to me. Clarissa Explains It All was my jam back Aww, in the day. Thank you. Why do you think it made such a big impact with young girls? The clothes played a big part in that show. 
Observe the modern ritual of quality time. The wardrobe was so crazy wild, right? I can't even fathom how they put those things together. In 1991, Melissa was just 14 years old when cast to Nickelodeon's first sitcom with a female lead. A behind-the-scenes secret, at first, producers didn't think the teenager could pull off the role. The producer really didn't want a blonde. He would, he did not want a blonde. He was Why? like, absolutely not. Blondes can't be non-conformist, cool, groovy, they're, you know, so smart, you know, that kind of thing. It's hard to believe these guys were bigger than Pearl Jam. So I think that that's why I had to audition so many times for him, because he just couldn't get his head around the way I looked. So 96 Sabrina happens. What do you think was like the magic within that show? It was the magic. It the magic was the magic. <laughs> Allow me. All these years later, the happily married 44-year-old has not slowed down, mixing her acting career with her most important role of all, mom. So you've got three boys. Have any of them had any interest in wanting to pursue the so industry? they have, but only for the wrong reasons. How so? Um, they want to be rich and famous. <laughs> okay. And so they think that's the path. And they're like, well, we don't need this education stuff. We'll just do what you guys did. So it's hard to be like, no, 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 no. You still need to get your education. You still need to do well in school. You still have to try hard. I'll have like, people call your people. Boys, listen to your mama. She will never steer you wrong. Another mama always ready with life advice, the one and only Suzanne Summers. At 18, I got pregnant. First time I ever had sex. <laughs> Lucky me. Suzanne shares private details about her life on screen and off. Tuesday, I give him his testosterone shot. Oh. Don't call us on Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> then the star of two iconic 90s comedies, Kim Coles talks in living color memories and a living single reboot in the works. We should do it while we all still look relatively good. From Living Single to In Living Color, Kim Coles had two iconic shows in the 90s. The first day of work, it was like, oh, this is going to be a hit. Oh, Khadijah, oh, please, oh, please, oh, please, can I miss work tomorrow so I can spend the day with Camille, too? Please, please! <laughs> Kim didn't even have to audition for her role, playing Sinclair, the aspiring actress in The Girl Squad, which included Queen Latifah, Kim Fields, and Erica Alexander. Somebody made an interesting comparison between um, Living Single and Friends. The similarities are that we were 20-somethings living in New York, trying to make it. We were all friends. Uh, the, the, the big difference is the melanin. The other big difference is the, the, all the amenities and, and all the checks. We would take trips together and hang out together and celebrate births and deaths and marriages and divorces and divorces together. Some of us have had several divorces, don't judge. Today, the reruns are finding a whole new generation of fans on Hulu. Will there be a reboot? I say we should do it while we all still look relatively good. I don't know if there will be one. I would say yes if, if contacted or contracted. Kim is still acting. She's on the Bounce TV sitcom In The Cut, showing off the same perfect comedic timing we saw on her other 90s series. Must watch TV. Some people found it really controversial. Well, him name is Danny. I'm American, I'm very funny, and I think I love he. Many don't remember Kim was fired, but she's not bitter. I was released after the first year, and I went on to a show where I felt that my talents and gifts and experience could really be fostered, and so it's a good thing in the end. Of course, one of the best memories was working with the young Jim Carrey. It was really fun to watch someone just have no fear whatsoever, and that was really freeing to go, like, I ain't gonna do that, but Jim Carrey will. We got married! 
Thank you very much. Another famous spoof, this love connection with Kim as Robin Givens. Now get this, these two iconic women of the 90s are teaming up. Robin's directing Kim in an upcoming movie. You're also doing a project with Robin Givens? I, you, how do you know about that? Come I, on, we're E.T. I'm excited because I leave soon to go shoot it. Kim was a lot of fun. You know, the 90s were also good for Suzanne Summers. This woman has lived a life, not to mention she's worth an estimated $100 million. Everything she touches turns to gold. Yes, Suzanne broke it all down to me when I visited her Palm Springs, California home, along with something else that she broke. I uh, broke my neck and uh, fractured my spine. Two days ago, they took off the dog collar, so I'm just so happy I can turn my head from side to side. The 74-year-old was recovering from a hip fracture when, last August, she took a serious fall. What's the recovery time like? And Because you're a busy Well, this woman. has been eight weeks with that collar. Mm -hmm. So eight weeks ago was the surgery. Yesterday, I started walking without any uh, accoutrement. You know, uh -huh. I have a crutch and I have a, a walker. I don't want to be Suzanne Summers with a walker. Come and knock on our door. A few things that might surprise you about Suzanne. When she started out on Three's Company, she was a 30-year-old single mom. At 18, I got pregnant. First time I ever had sex. I was just really involved in our show. Yeah. And I had a child. So, yeah. oh, you know, point. I had to, um, after work, get home and make dinner. Come in the kitchen and show me what you've got. <laughs> What was John like? What did he mean to you? He's the greatest physical comic of our era. <laughs> During season five, Suzanne made $30,000 an episode, and because of the show's success, she asked for a raise. We went in to renegotiate in year six because I had to. My contract was up. Mm -hmm. And they fired me for asking to be paid commensurate with the men. Suzanne turned her firing into a positive by taking charge of her own career Remember the thigh master? It's easy to squeeze. Squeeze your way to shapely hips and thighs. I pitched the thigh master and we stopped counting at 10 million units. Wow. In the 90s, she starred in another long-running sitcom, Step by Step, with Patrick Duffy. Patrick directed the bulk of the shows that we did. How close do you want to get? <laughs> so we'd be... Uh, locked in an embrace, but he'd be going, move, move to the right, move, move over to the right just a little bit. But her life came full circle 23 years after being let go from Three's company when John Ritter reached out. He said, you know, I'm doing a show, Eight Simple Rules, and we've got this dream sequence, and I have this nightmare. So I was kind of silent. I said, I, I don't think my coming back as a nightmare is the best thing that we can do. I said, why don't we look for a proper project for the two of us? And so we decided to do that. And then a month later, he died. These days, Suzanne isn't slowing down a bit. Her 27th book, A New Way to Age, was released just last year. One secret to staying young? A hot love life with her 84-year-old husband, Alan. You've been together every night for 40 years now? Yeah, yeah. And, and sex twice a day. Well, not every day, but a lot of days. <laughs> and if you're in the mood, why not? The, the hardest thing about having broken my neck was it was hard to reach over. <laughs> <laughs> you look good. You're walking around here. You're, you're hiking. What's going on? I do everything Dr. Summers tells me to do. <laughs> Is that what you do? 
Tuesday, okay. I give him his testosterone shot. Oh. Don't call us on Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to me. They're not kidding. We all need some of what they got. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody, it's Kevin Frazier. The E.T. Podcast is a great listen when you're on the go. But the TV show, even better to watch every weekday when you're at home. Check your local listings for where E.T. airs in your market or go to etonline.com. We're out of time, but we're going to leave you with a look at what we have in store for you for tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Tomorrow on E.T. We're with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I have layers of emotion. On his life story turned must-see TV comedy, and did Dwayne just reignite his political future? Then Happy Gilmore turns 25. E.T.'s flashback to the set of Bob Barker's Showcase Showdown with Adam Sandler. Tomorrow on E.T. Catch every episode of 60 Minutes, America's most-watched news magazine show, as a podcast. Hear in-depth investigations across politics, news, and entertainment on your schedule. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus.